The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 30th of July. In your Squiz today, the wash-up from the Super Saturday by-elections, Ecuador indicates that Julian Assange may have overstayed his welcome, Zimbabwe votes, earthquakes in Indonesia, fires in California and a typhoon in Japan, and we tell you about the Adder Girls. This is your Squiz today. Claire, Aussies in five electorates across the country have lined up to vote in by-elections over the weekend. What were the results? Any surprises? Look, not really in that the Labor Party has held the four seats that they uh, were really hoping to win. Um, They, of course, ran a candidate in Mayo, but that was really down to um, independent Rebecca Sharkey and the Liberals, Georgina Downer. But I guess the surprise is was how uh, well Labor won and um, Mm. now, of course, all that focus is back on the coalition about how they're travelling. So not a great weekend for Malcolm Turnbull? Is that what the the takeout is? Yeah, it really is. And the focus today will be on uh, the coalition's campaigning uh, readiness, given we're about a year. Um, Malcolm Turnbull has said that we'll have an election in the first half of next year. So uh, really, we're down to the months now about how they're campaigning, but also whether the corporate tax cuts policy is really what they should be pursuing. That's because Labor put a really good hit in on the coalition about that policy and they really cut through with uh, a campaign uh, commitment to not pursue those company tax cuts but instead increase funding to health. Uh, so that's got quite a few people on the coalition side nervous about whether the policy is the right one for them. Yeah, and of course that a result like that has sort of cemented Bill Shorten as um, the Labor leader for the time being and put our Anthony Albanese back in his box somewhat. The real question though, Claire, is whether or not Um, you should be eating a meat pie with a knife and fork. Malcolm Turnbull does it that way. Look, I'm not a pie, a meat pie eater. I like lots of other pies, so I don't really feel that qualified to to comment. But if um, I was a pie eater, I reckon I'd be all hands in. No, I see. I'm okay with the knife and fork. I'm I'm with Malcolm Turnbull. It's all right. It's much tidier. Ecuador's president has said he'd like uh, Julian Assange to leave their embassy in London. One condition is that he'd like to see his life protected. I guess the assumption being that if he has no protection from Ecuador, he'd likely be extradited to the US and could face the death penalty. Yes, that's exactly right. Ecuador's president, um, Lenin Moreno, has been saying for quite some time that they'd really like Julian Assange out of their London embassy. He's been there since 2012 Uh, It wasn't really meant to be that long. But, um, yes, there's lots of discussions Mm -hmm. happening. He confirmed on the weekend that they're certainly talking to the UK uh, about what happens when he leaves the embassy. Um, There's clearly a reckoning coming, and I guess it's just a matter of whether that's negotiated or whether it um, happens in a pretty wild way. Late last year, Robert Mugabe resigned after 37 years in power and today Zimbabwe will vote for a new leader. What is to be expected? 
Yeah, well, resigned is a fairly nice way of putting it. He was he was yeah. pretty well forced from office by um, by the party that he founded, and so what they're expecting really is the status quo with um, Mugabe's old party being returned. There is a um, younger opposition leader, and opposition leaders in the past haven't really had much success, particularly given Mugabe's dictatorial style, but. Um, there's a, a young guy that's looking fairly promising. But what both sides of, of politics there are promising is that it would be a freer and fairer country. Um, there's a lot of question marks over whether this election will actually be uh, free and fair, but um, certainly all the eyes on them today to see whether there's been much progress in that country. And a number of natural disasters have struck over the weekend, starting with an earthquake in Indonesia. Yeah, Lombok was affected by that. It was a, a really strong magnitude 6.4 earthquake yesterday morning. That's killed 14 people and injured hundreds of people. Um, the second one, of course, is um, the Californian fires. Six people have died there, uh, including two kids and their great-grandmother, and there's quite a few people missing uh, lots of buildings have been burnt to the ground. Uh, and third, Japan, which just can't seem to really take a trick at the moment. It's uh, faced torrential rains with a typhoon coming through. Uh, that's, of course, off the back of great amounts of flooding earlier this month. But so far, no deaths have been recorded there. Yeah, and of course, we're just hoping for rain here in Australia. That's yeah. um, that's what we yeah, need. Lots of rain dances, I think, required. Yeah. And Geraint Thomas has become the first Welshman to win the Tour de France. He has. And in fact, there must be something in the water in Britain at the moment. He's the sixth um, Brit out of um, uh, to win the Tour de France of the last seven years. So an incredible result for him. And he got all very emotional about it. And yeah, really a great honour and, and a great result. And God, I mean, he had 83 hours in the saddle. Um, just it's extraordinary, isn't it? It's a crazy it? sport. And another extraordinary story is about Mary Ellis and the Adder Girls. Love this one today. Tell us about that. Yeah, so back in World War II, um, one of the jobs that had to be done was flying warplanes as they came off the production line and getting them to the service-ready airmen out and about in, um, in the theatres of war. And there was a group of women who piloted those planes from the factory. Uh, Mary Ellis, she's died over the weekend. She was 101. She was one of the Adder girls. And yeah, she tell, told a hilarious story about when she was flying uh, a Nazi plane coming up alongside of her. And she thought that it was um, probably a bit of a, a sight for them to see because she didn't fly with her helmet on. She liked to protect her blonde curls and just would have been quite an odd thing to see a woman flying one of these planes and they left her alone. But, yeah, an incredible woman by all accounts. Yeah, and the reason they were called the Adder Girls is they worked for Britain's Air Transport Auxiliary, which is the ATA, but hence the Adder Girls. And what's the subject line today, Claire? The subject line today is You've Got a Friend in Me, Kate. Isn't that nice? Oh. It's International Friendship Day. Oh, that's lovely. There you go. Good way to start the week. That reminds me of Toy Story. Yeah, actually. yeah, exactly right. As always, if you open the email every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win $100 to spend at Woolworths. If you're having any trouble receiving this quiz today email, just add us to your contacts and that should solve those issues. And we'll chat to you tomorrow. 
The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.